Hey everybody, this is Rachel from the podcast Soulful of Sunshine with three E's. I, well, I'm happy to say my voice is basically back for the most part now, finally, but I just wanted to kind of chime in on a little part two of the um, demonic entity episode that I posted, I think it was yesterday. I just want to go into a little bit more detail about everything. I am a psychic medium, an intuitive healer, an empath, a life coach, former addict. I'm a mom. I'm a witch bitch. (laughs) I do witchly things, Um, which is another word for spiritual. Like if we want to get real here, like if you consider self-care and caring for the earth and yourself, if you call that being a witch, then like, so be it. I can care less. Um, I also read tarot and oracle cards and I, I just want to thank everybody so far because I've gotten like way more feedback than I could have even imagined. And uh, it's just wild. Um, actually, you know what? Side note though, before I start about this, uh, part two of the demonic entity stuff. I just have to tell you guys because I've, I'm an idiot. Okay. So I've always been kind of a clumsy klutz kind of a person and like bad luck, you know, like if something could fight me, it will type of thing. Uh, and I can't remember if it was, my, it was a second episode about the full moon ritual. I had said very clearly, you know, be careful when you start a fire doing a ritual because you know, you don't want to burn your house down. Well, ironically enough, my dumb ass, God, oh, I feel so stupid. It's kind of funny though, but so I'm outside and I do my little fire pit on my deck. Like I, you know, described to you guys and it was, you know, pretty freaking cold outside. So I'm out there staying next to the fire. I have my eyes shut and I'm meditating just like, you know, vibing out and just my eyes shut. And I'm thinking about what I want to manifest. And I'm thinking about being in the present moment And all of a sudden, I'm like, damn, my fucking face is hot all of a sudden. And I open up my eyes and I shit you not. I almost burned my fucking house down because the flame was huge. Like, if I wouldn't open my eyes within the next, like, probably, honestly, like, 10 seconds, my eyebrows would have been gone. My hair probably would have caught on fire. Like, I look up, the the flames were, like, fucking eight feet tall, okay? And I have a tree over my deck that's, like, hangs over. Those branches were catching on fire. There were five spots on my deck where the cardboard boxes that I was burning, it had blown off. And like, there were like, like legitimate flames. I don't know how fuck, how I'm going to fix these in the deck. I don't know if I'm going to have to like, I could sand them out maybe and restain them. I don't know. But I just like, when I got the, oh yeah, well, luckily I, thank God I had my moon water out to charge under the moon. So I had like five different jugs of water out there. And I had to like hurry up and I was like panicking. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The fucking house is going to burn down. I'm like freaking out. I dump all the water. I get it all put out. And then I just like sat there and I laughed like really hard. I felt so freaking stupid, but it was kind of funny at the same time when my boyfriend got home from work, he's like, Rachel, you could literally see the fire from this little fucking pot thing. Like, like a far ways away. He's like, uh, the guy I was riding home with, like, he's like, oh shit, is your house on fire? And he came, he came running inside. Very funny. But anyway, that's just a prime example on being safe and cautious and 
yeah, safety first, guys. <laughs> but okay, back into this. Today, I wanted to go into the part two of the demonic entity because once again, I was looking through all of the stuff and like a couple more things, you know, came back to my memory about what happened and odd experience type stuff. And then, okay, well, basically I'll start off. I don't know who told me this or where I got this information from. Maybe I'm crazy and I'm just like thinking it in my head, but I could have swore that I found out through the grapevine that I want to see, I can't remember how many siblings were in that family, but I want to say it was two boys and two girls. I could be wrong. But anyway, long story short, if I remember correctly, the other brother, so not the guy that we got the house from, but the other brother, apparently he was into like satanic, satanic, however you want to say it. He was into demon shit and Satan, and he was just a dark magic, like dark energy worker, like, so I don't know if maybe he's the one that like created this beast or maybe it's just fluke. I don't know. Maybe it's all in my head and I just dreamed that. I have no idea. I can't remember for the life of me where I got that information from. Um, maybe it's not true. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But um, so there's that. And then it came to me as well last night about uh, another nightmare that I had. I had... I want to say, I don't remember, I don't remember when, but it was sometime in the midst and I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I'm not going to be editing this podcast because I just don't want to. <laughs> um, I just, life gets really crazy with my kids at home and I've got about like 20 minutes left. So I got to go. So I'm going to just kind of tell this as like a little mini second half episode and just stream it. That way you guys can hear about some more demonic shit. Um, I'm also going to post these podcasts on YouTube. If you would prefer to watch me tell the story, that would be an option as well. Um, I'll give you my, uh, or I'll post it in the, on the Facebook page and the Spotify. I'll link the, you know, the YouTube, but okay. So sometime throughout the year that I was there, I can't remember. I, it was earlier on. I remember, but, um, I was still breastfeeding my youngest who was three months at that time. And he, like it was time, it was time to transition him from my bedroom to his own bedroom. So, you know, me being the emotional ass person I am, I had a hard time with it. And I cried and cried and was like, my baby doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to be here next to me anymore. And so I was all sappy and emotional. So I put the baby monitor, you know, in there and I, I've used the same baby monitor for all three of my kids. So I mean, at that time, it, it was like seven years old, maybe. And I've never had one problem with it. Not one glitch, not one radio frequency mix up, not one problem. It's just been a fucking regular old baby monitor. So I set it up, got all ready to go. And I turned it up super loud just in case, you know, I'm like, I'm a worry ward. I mean, my a baby is going to his own big boy room. And like, I was emotional. So I cranked it up super loud. That way I would hear any little, you know, any kind of noise that he was going to make, whether he sneezed or burped or whatever, I wanted to hear it. So I woke up in the middle of the night and I has, I was having a nightmare again. And it was about, I can't, I can't remember if like something was taking my baby out of the crib or if something was just like, 
like jerk, like pulling him out of my arms and like, wouldn't let me like, wouldn't give him back to me. And I remember in my dream panicking, you know, and like screaming, like, stop, that is my baby. Leave him alone. Just leave him alone. So once again, I wake up out of a dead sleep. I look over to the baby monitor and it's glitching the fuck out. Like the freaking little red little dots that like show the levels of the sound or whatever. And it's like going crazy. It's like not making any noise, but the lights are going wild. So I'm like, what the hell? So then I like turn it off, turn it back on. And that's when like the weird frequency, like no, like the radio static kind of sort of like kept going on and off and on and off and on and off. So I'm like, what the hell? Because that weirdly enough, I can hear Jameson, my son in the, in the other bedroom, he's screaming, screaming at the top of his lungs, crying because he's hungry and I breastfed him. So I like jumped up out of bed. I walked in and he was okay and everything, but I'm like still wiping the sweat off my face again. You know, it, oh, dang it. Well, we're going to do this live, but hang on. Well, shit. No, hang on a second. Elise, that's you, man. (laughs) I'll call you back. It's my best friend. But anyways, yeah, I, I was like, in shock, I think maybe. And I like disbelief that that happened. And like similar events to that did happen. After that, I want to say maybe two or three more times, the baby monitor would either pick up really weird noises that weren't happening, or maybe they were, and I just didn't know, or the whole thing would just glitch out. It did not make any sense. Like how does something like that just all of a sudden come up and start? Don't make no sense. But the other thing I wanted to talk about was, okay, so I'm trying to think of a way to word this, like, cause I'm not going off a script today. I'm just kind of getting this out here so you can hear my, um, I hope hang on a second. Okay. Um, obviously I was going through it, you know, when I moved out of there, you know, relationships are really hard. And when they end, it's pretty fucking brutal. Being an empath makes it 25 times worse. And when you're with someone that's a gaslighter or a narcissist and a addict and a just, uh, how do I want to say it? You know what I'm trying to say, basically. Breakups fucking suck. And you go through it emotionally. I mean, we were together for over six years. And I mean, I thought I was going to marry this person. I mean, even though I knew in that, like, the whole time frame, like, I wasn't as happy as I could be. I knew that in that time. But, you know, you, like, you're, you find ways to deal with your trauma and how to cope, like, mainstream, you know, just very like monotone, like the, you know, so anyways, back to what I was saying. So when I moved out, um, there was a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of pent up aggression, a lot of sadness, a lot of like, like second guessing, questioning, wishing, you know, things were different and like wondering, you know, like, will we be able to fix this? Like, you know, are we going to be okay? Is it like really, really over? You're the father of my kids. You raised my oldest son for a very long time, you know, taught him how to ride a bike and all of that stuff. And like, I, it was sad. I wasn't ready to let it go. I mean, I was deep down. I knew 
It's like, you know, my intuition was like, you are fucking out of that house. Stay the fuck out. But then, of course, you know, my physical, I'm like, oh, but I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe we'll be able to, you know, get through this. And maybe we just need a break. Yada, yada, yada. No. <laughs> um, so I go and take the kids there. I drop them off. So, like, at their dad's house, my old house, I just fucking moved out of. And, you know, one thing leads to another. Oh, come inside. Just stay for a while. Blah, blah, blah. We can talk. Yada, yada, yada. So... I let him schmooze me over, and so I came in, and uh, we went to sleep, and I had this, like, gut feeling that I had to do what every chick does and what every dude does. I had to go through a shit and make sure that he was being true to me still, like I was being true to him still, and obviously, nine times out of ten, if you have that inkling in your head, uh, nah, yeah they are they are they're doing exactly what you think that they're doing and then some so I find some information that I'm like fucked up about like I won't go into details because I just don't think it's necessary but it was the first time in my entire life that I have ever blacked out in rage like all I could see was red and I swear to god the demon in that house is what I think like it just like jumped on that opportunity because like my freaking I oh my blood pressure is going up just thinking about it right now to be honest with you I was fucking heated like oh my god I fucked shit up that night and I've never in my life acted out of rage or anger or frustration I mean I punched an ex-boyfriend one time in the eardrum but he deserved it and like that's literally literally the only thing I've ever done my whole entire life that's like aggressive physically of in any way shape or form or like doing things on purpose with the intention of like breaking things and etc so I see the shit that I see and I black out basically I mean I had no control over what I was doing like I felt like yeah, I was not in my own body. Something else was in my body and it was running the show. I mean, I felt that way, but like any other time I'm a crier, you know, I would go and I would just cry and cry and like put on my happy face for my kids and then go and cry and like that type of thing. But like when I say I fucked up this, (laughs) I, I literally went to the kitchen. I opened up every single cupboard, every single cabinet, every single everything and just started pulling shit out like everything. Then I went up and down the hallways and I took every single picture off the wall and every single decoration off the wall. I took all of the pictures that were hanging on the wall and I like threw them. I threw them right there on the floor in the hallway. And then I went outside and I ripped out every single goddamn plant that I had ever planted there. Bushes, fucking hostas, flowers, uh, you name it. I look, I grabbed one out. I, I didn't think I used a shovel. I literally used my hands and I dug up a dirt and I ripped everything out. My whole garden that I had just made earlier. Hostas that were my grandma's that were like sentimental. I was just like, fuck shit up mode. That's all I kept thinking. Like that's all I could kept thinking in my head was like, fuck shit up, fuck shit up, fuck shit up. I'm going to fucking destroy him and destroy this house because fuck this. That was the only thing going through my mind. So then I go and get a couple more things that I had forgotten there. And I loaded up all my shit that I needed to into my car. I had the vehicle running and I tiptoed back inside. I grabbed the kids. I carried them to the car, buckled them in. They didn't even wake up, had no clue what was going on. And then I ran back inside and I 
Um, I left my car running with the door open, like ready to just go hop in and zoom, like zip off. And I went back inside and I grabbed a pitcher and I put ice water in it and I ran upstairs and I opened the door and I fucking chucked it at him. Like I threw the whole thing and then I bolted for the fucking door. I've never ran so fast in my fucking life. I had the door open from the house, you know, already. So I did that and then I zip out of there and I go back home and I sob the entire way there. Cause I'm just like this, that, that was it. You know, that was my, my okay. Like that no more, no more. I will not. I cannot. I refuse. I don't deserve that. But after I hit him with the water, he jumps up out of the fucking bed, comes running out and his dumbass steps on the fucking pictures and like on the picture frames. Well, I mean, it's, it wasn't, he wasn't a dumbass because how the hell did he know? But I thought it was pretty comical then and now. I, he's like running over. He freaking almost cuts his foot on the broken glass from the picture frame. So he's calling me, were you, you were trying to kill me. Why were you trying to kill me? Oh my God. You did it on purpose. Just trying to kill me and cut my feet up. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I what are you talking about? Like, I wish you would have cut your foot, bitch. After the shit I just read about you, like, how dare you ever, ever like, do that to me like I did everything for this motherfucker but anyways I'm not talking shit about it because what's done is done and we all you know once again we sign up for struggles and experiences and hard times and depression and anger addiction you know everything we sign up for those things in our soul blueprint we sign a contract before we reincarnate to this earth and we sign up for the lessons in particular. So like if you in this life struggle with severe depression or severe um, um, like mental health issues in the past life, it's because you were the opposite person. You had the opposite value. So if you're super rich, you have a lot of money, you're very wealthy, very abundant in this life, odds are you are probably living in poverty your last life because your whole purpose is to gain as much experience in order to, to be true to yourself and to, you know, oh, sorry, that's my dog playing with her thing. And I'm not editing this for real. So, um, yeah, that's, it's all part of the divine plan basically, but I'm trying to think of what else happened here in the house. I dang it. There was one more thing I want to talk about and I can't remember what it was. Okay. So I don't know. It'll come back to me hopefully before I finish this episode. But I am not even kidding. I mean, I've I, it was an out of body experience, and it was scary. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I had no control. I mean, I could have went and grabbed a freaking knife and like went and stabbed him. Thank God. I mean, I wouldn't be that crazy. I mean, I wouldn't think anyway. But I definitely never expected to like black out in a fit of a rage like that. I mean. I, Sorry, no, but go, no, no, no. Um, once again, yeah, sorry for side noise. Let's get my, oh my god, no, no, go, go, go. I'm almost done. Um, yeah, this is my life, you know, the craziness. And hopefully, the kids leave me alone for five minutes while I finish this. Um, I mean, either way, it is what it is, but. No, it was definitely like going through all of that stuff. And like, I don't know, the feeling that I felt when I blacked out and saw red, like 
it was an out of body experience. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like I could not see anything. And all I kept seeing, like hearing was just fuck shit up, fuck shit up. Like I was just hurt. I mean, I was hurt so bad. And I think like the following six months of like crying every day was just like digesting the fact that like someone that I loved could so easily do what, no offense guys, but like what men tend to do are very like prone to do. And yeah, like now because of that, like it, I mean, it's affected me deeply to this day. I mean, it's changed everything. And like the healing process has definitely given me a different outlook. Like Like when I say that I will not ever let another human being have any control over my energy, my well-being, my mental health, or my just like my soul, like nothing will touch it. Like nothing will be affected by it. And like I'm so confident in my own happiness because I've worked damn hard to get here and I've put the work in and I've put the tears in and the blood and the sweat and the just the sleepless nights and like tossing and turning and like, you know, the little spats of like crying spells. And like, I think that going through that and living in that house and being just beat down every single day from either the relationship I was in or the energy that was in that house, it just like, it helped me speed along the shadow work process and the ego death process. If you don't know what that is, um, I think that's what my next episode will probably be about. Maybe that would flow nicely um, because in the beginning, well, so when you're spiritual awakening, keep in mind, everybody has the ability to awaken spiritually. It's all a choice. And if you are open to receiving the, the, what the office, what the universe can offer you basically, but you have to have an ego death and you have to do your shadow work. So I think that like subconsciously the whole time of living there was part of my ego death and shadow work. Yeah. Maybe it was because I was being like, like gripped tight in a chokehold by a demonic entity that was just like, like an energy vampire. I mean, I just leached onto me and just drained me and like, I don't know, but you know, I'm not saying they need to go like, get freaking possessed by a devil devil or demon or something like that. Definitely not saying that, but I'm just saying every single person has a dark nature or dark side or shadow self or ego. Everybody has one. I don't care who you are. You have one. Um, Some are bigger than others and some are more severe. Like some of them are tied with um, mental health concerns like, you know, bipolar, schizophrenia and, depression even like realistically. Um, and it's, I'm not saying that like, you know, being a spiritual person can like, Oh, I I'm cured from depression. Like, no, it probably won't, but you will figure out ways and you will have so many just epiphanies and like bomb droppings and like, Holy shit. This is why I am the way that I am. Holy shit. This trauma from childhood that I didn't even know was a trauma has been like hovering over me my whole life and affecting things that you wouldn't even think of it to do that. You know, it's, it, it gets freaking deep. And I mean, all I know is that at the end of the day, I'm glad that I lived that experience and that I went through it. And I, I 
felt the feelings and I cried the tears and then I stepped up to the plate and healed myself. And I think that if I wouldn't have experienced that, I probably would still be living in a state of just people pleasing for everybody else, putting myself last and neglecting my own self-esteem, my self-worth, my mental health, my physical health, my, you know, just this well-being, I'm realistically. So maybe, I mean, I know I did a challenge on the other episode, but I think that like I would, I just feel, um, I feel really drawn to express that maybe while you are, you know, digesting this full moon energy and while you are just sorting through your feelings and, you know, deciding what's important in your life, what's not important in your life, what matters, what doesn't matter, what can you let go of, what can you do to shed some of the weight off your shoulders. And I think that for some of you guys, I just feel like my intuition's like, you need to say it. So I'm going to say it. You guys need to evaluate, um, evaluate the people in your life because you would be surprised. Like I'm a firm believer in otherworldly beings and extraterrestrials and reptilians and the small grays, tall grays, um, you name it. I think that some people are brought into your life, like through the universe, through your soul blueprint to teach you lessons, to give you those hard times, to create that friction and that struggle and that sadness in your life. But then there's also those like, I mean, I call them basically, they are just bacteria on the earth that are going to die. And then literally just that they will become the bacteria on this earth. Like that's all they are. They're nothing like people like that. You need to acknowledge that in your head ahead of time. Like, you know, tell your brain when I come across a person like this, that gives me that feeling that they are like that, then you know, noted. Okay. Like then immediately your wall, your protection, your, your circle goes around, you go straight up and you can't be affected by them anymore. And like, it's, it's wildly empowering because you'll be surprised. Like your intuition is damn near never wrong. And even if it is wrong, it's usually still even halfway right. It just maybe didn't go the way that you thought it was because this is a free world. You know, it shit happens, but No, I think that you should evaluate the people that are in your life and trust your intuition and just kind of like take a minute and think about it. And even like people that like, you know, I'm trying to think of how to explain this. Family members, family members are a prime example of that. Just because they're your family doesn't mean they're good people. Just because they're your family means that you have to respect what they say to be in their life, to care what they say. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, fuck the system, fuck your family. but maybe that's what needs to happen for some of you. I don't know. Like, I just know with me when I like have been evolving through my journey, I, I mean, I cut everybody out. I didn't, it didn't matter if you were a family member or a friend or a coworker or a lifelong childhood friend. It didn't matter. Like, because once again, you need to put yourself first and you need to worry about your happiness. Like if you are killing yourself, like doing favors for him and her and this and that, and just like running yourself rampant, like, where's that going to get you? But like even more in a depression or a state of just like chaos, basically. Um, 
even coworkers. I mean, think about the people that you go and you spend the time with every single day. Just like, think about it. It sounds like stupid and kind of corny, but I swear to God, like your brain well, it'll tell you, like, you'll get that gut feeling. You may get the tingles down your back. If you like walk up to a person and this person brings you down every day, not even knowing, but like, you know, we all have that person that just bitches, like always has something wrong, never sees the good in anything. Or if they do see the good in something, it's like materialistic or not sincere. Those are the people that you need to put your wall up and activate your protection circle before you come into contact with them, because you will see in time that by doing that, it, it, it just, you get lighter, you get a lighter feeling to you and you like have this whole new perspective on humanity, human beings, and like just perspectives about perspectives in general, basically like perspective is everything. I'll do a whole episode about that too, because it's, it's like being able to just look from another point of view, like take yourself out of a situation. If you just look at yourself as another human being and then the person you're dealing with and just like play it out in your head as an outsider and you be surprised at like, oh, like that's fucked up that they do that. Like, why are they doing that to this person, AKA you? And that could give you some like revelations. It could really change the way that your, you know, that your mind interprets things and it could trigger, I mean, realistically, it could trigger you to have the ability and access to consciously like put two and two together. Like for example, if you have a childhood trauma, which we all do, I mean, we could live the best childhood, which I think I did live a pretty damn good childhood. I mean, any of you that know me in real life. I mean, my parents are like freaks of nature, so madly in love and they're best friends. And, um, but I still had other childhood traumas. Everybody has them. And once again, it's because we signed up for those experiences and hard times and emotionally damaging situations. But by taking the minute to look at it a different, excuse me, look at it from a different perspective, it could pop in your mind, you know, like, oh, like, is that from that? Is that because I wasn't told that I was loved enough when I was little? Or is that because I wasn't ever shown love when I was little? Um, You know, obviously the big one, you know, like physically abused, emotional abuse, being neglected, all those things. Like you maybe this whole time throughout adulthood, just kind of like shrug it off, shrug it off, put it on the back burner, put it in the back of your mind, you know, deny it basically, or just ignore it. And those are the issues and the experiences that you're supposed to acknowledge because you can't, you can't ever get through something or, you know, let your shadow die if you don't put it in the light. Like everything is always darkest before light. Once you're able to just do it, I mean, just jump on it, acknowledge it, experience what you have to experience, feel the feelings that you need to feel, and then acknowledge it. I mean, that's so important. And then after acknowledging it, digest it and release it. And there's something so powerful that comes from that. I mean, you're you're comforting your child self. You are healing 
the DNA in your body, basically, and the emotions that made you the way that you are today, it'll heal like everything. And it may take time. I'm not saying it's going to be some miraculous like, oh, I'm all better now. No, like it takes time. But then after like, you know, maybe a couple of months, you'll realize that certain things that used to bother you or certain struggles you used to have both with yourself and other people in your life, you just, it's like, once again, another epiphany, like you get through it and you come to the conclusion that, you know, you are the only person that's in control of your happiness. And if you don't put yourself first, then no one else is going to do it for you. No one. It's, it's impossible. I think that everybody would really benefit probably from doing some kind of guided meditation. It could be a five minute one. It could be a 15 minute one. It could be an hour one. Um, I also recommend, this is what I do every night. Um, before I go to sleep, I will decide and like, go. sometimes I'll do it on YouTube, sometimes Spotify, wherever I feel drawn to. But, um, I either listen to a guided meditation or that, um, activation codes. If you type it in, they'll pop up, but type in like childhood trauma, healing meditation and try one out and see what you think. And if that one doesn't resonate with you, if you don't like the way it sounds, if you don't like the way it makes you feel, pick another one. I mean, the internet's full of shit. You'll, you'll find what you need and the universe will assist you with that. You will find the one and it's going to pop up and it's going to catch your eye and you're going to scroll past it probably. Well, I do anyway, usually. And then I'll click a different one and then I won't like it. And then I'll come back or I'll refresh it and there it'll be again, like right there at the top, screaming in your face, like, pick me, pick me. You'll pick it and then you'll resonate with it. And it's a magical thing. I mean, healing is a lifelong process as well. Um, it's never ending. I mean, that's, if that's the worst thing that once you're healed, they have to deal with like, I think you're going to be all right. And there's good in everything. There's, there's something to be grateful for every single day of your life. Even when you were at rock bottom, even when I was like freshly sober, going through it emotionally, like I, I still showed gratitude and I still showed my appreciation that, you know, God, the divine Gaia, whoever it was, you know, gave me that second chance to, to be me and to do what I'm supposed to do, which I feel more and more drawn. Like I am brought or I was brought here this incarnation to help other people awaken and to find themselves and heal themselves. And so that we can all just like get through this shit together. That way when we're, you know, in heaven or on in the stars where we originated from or whatever you believe in, I just want to make that process easier for everybody and like share my, you know, personal journey and experiences as ugly as they may be. Sometimes just we're in this together and I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, yeah. So that's the end of my short little part two, but I just had to get that off my chest for some reason all day. I'm like, I just, I've been like lingering in the back of my mind, you know, my, something is just like, you need to do this. You need to post this. Like somebody needs to hear this. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I feel like more than one person does realistically. Um, yeah. Give me some input. What do you guys want me to talk about next? Cause I mean, 
I'm an open book and I'll talk about whatever the hell you want me to talk about. Or if you have any questions, um, if you want any topics in particular, right now I'm thinking about doing, um, I can't remember what the one I just said a couple minutes ago would be probably my next one. But aside from that, I was thinking about, I don't know if I should go into like my own experiences through the spiritual awakening or, you know, maybe I'll do one about like ascension symptoms and like what is spiritual awakening kind of sort of in more of an informative podcast where I can explain like, you know, like not straight from Google, like my own experience, but then like technical terms that way it could maybe kind of like not dumb things down, but you know what I'm trying to say. Basically just give a more general description that way maybe you could relate and be like oh hey like I've experienced that that's kind of weird like am I having a spiritual awakening and just the whole ascension timelines and all that fun stuff as of right now that's what I'm thinking about leaning towards for the next episode um as always it was so nice to do this again I I don't know why the hell I waited so long to come out of the spiritual closet I cannot Thank you guys that are tuning in, that are following and liking and listening and watching my content. Like, it just brings me happy tears. Like, it just, it's a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful thing. I cannot wait to link up with you guys personally, do a reading or even just, you know, chat about whatever. Hit me up. Uh, Once again, my website will also be done in the near future. I can't freaking wait. Oh, it takes forever. I did not realize websites and computer work and I'm like technologically inclined, I think a little bit. So you guys got to just bear with me slowly, but surely we'll get there. But until next time, thank you guys. Have a good night.